All right, we are here off the van. I'm John. I'm Jeff. I'm tired. I don't know why we say it every time. Something's gonna change. <laughs> I don't know. I guess in case you listen to other podcasts in the meantime or radio. Or remember what if you cue it and you remember which show you're on now. Yeah, <laughs> which is off the van. Off the van. Off the van. Off the van. Uh, this week we sat down with Frank Grimaldi of Dirty Basement Blues, continuing our blues rock streak. Mostly a blues rock streak, yeah. Uh, no, am I wrong? Tyler, one of the slim is not blues rock. Well, that was a special episode. Oh, fair. <laughs> of the regular episodes, that's, that's right. That's two blues rock slash blues bands in a row. Keeping it nice and even. <laughs> Month of punk and then two weeks of blues. Slash blues rock. Slash funk. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, today's episode, blues band, Dirty Basement Blues. Uh, I gotta say... I was impressed with their sound and uh, also impressed with this interview, if I do say so myself. <laughs> a little different this week. We are uh, having some renovations at the place we normally... We, we, we Obviously, we try when we can to record on location at shows and stuff, but when we don't, we have a, uh, we have a no- normal spot that we go to, but uh, there's some construction going on there, and so we didn't want to... We didn't want to have construction noises in the yeah, background, let's uh, be honest. <laughs> So uh, this week we specifically chose this place. We went to L.A. Cafe in Waterford because uh, the band we interviewed, Dirty Basement Blues, will be performing there uh, this weekend. Do you remember which day? I do not. Okay. I think I think it might be Sunday. But yeah, the 14th, uh, Sunday the 14th at L.A. Cafe in Waterford as part of L.A. Cafe's annual Peace Fest. Yep. Uh, Dixie and Andersonville. Dixie and Andersonville Road in Waterford. Um Live music, local art booths, uh, good food, LA Cafe food. I mean, last year I got my portrait done. Yeah. And uh, it wasn't charcoal. Um, what is it? Is it? Pastel? Like you get the thing in the box. The art people know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you, <laughs> that, you guys know. That I am not one of those. <laughs> Um, Peace uh, Fest is a good time. Lots of bands playing. Oh, yeah. Uh, besides normal stages. We're going to have uh, uh, two... St- oh, I guess I can go ahead and say... Uh, I'm actually going to be conducting the sound for one of the stages. I'll be working with... Uh, you might remember uh, Andrew from Passive Mission Productions. He was special episode two about a month, month and a half ago. Uh, they're providing sound for it. He brought me on board to uh, conduct one of the stages. So if you stop by, you'll see me work slaving away in the in the beautiful beautiful sun. Uh, there's also an art house across the street where there will be uh, acoustic music, I do believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, go inside the art house, look at the art. I believe if it's the same as last year, a lot of that art will be for sale. Yeah. Lots of art for sale. Check it out. Check it out. All right. So uh, let's, uh, let's go to the interview, I guess. Go to the interview. Dirty Basement Blues. Take it away. Take it away. Take All right. Away. We're here on a location. No concert venue. We're at... Uh, Lovely LA Cafe, about a week and a half out from Peace Fest. Uh, it's off the van as usual. And today's guest is Frank Grimaldi of Dirty Basement Blues. Say hey, Frank. Hey, everybody. Jeff, say hello. You're here, too. Hi, uh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Frank, uh, tell us a little bit about Dirty Basement Blues, How you know a little bit of history of the band, how long you guys been around, et cetera. Uh, we've been around for about three, going on three years now. And uh, the band actually started as a trio. Uh, with my or with the guitar player Joe Stanley and uh, Mike Conley the drummer and Brian Miller or we call him Bodie the bass player. Uh, nice. the, uh, Joe and Mike were in a band called Jam Sandwich that uh, broke up in like t- 
2012, about two years back. They're a pretty good band. And uh, after they broke up, uh, Joe and Mike and Bodie got together and started playing some of the new uh, the new songs Joe had been writing. And they were playing as a trio, and uh, I was in a band called The Counterculture and a band called Milk and the Cookies at the time. And uh, I ran into Mike at Loon Lake playing shows with my band, The Counterculture, and he kind of introduced me to Joe and Bodie and all those guys from Sandwich, and uh, they were all jamming, we were all jamming in Mike's basement, and uh, they asked me if I wanted to be the singer of the band, and I was like, hell yeah, Joe's a ripping guitar player, and they had real tight pocket, real good groove, and uh, it was like right up my alley, that kind of music, so it's a blues rock band. Um, we play kind of psychedelic stuff and uh, all, all sorts of stuff like funk music. Uh, a lot of influences go into it, but it's you know Make, makes a good blend. Uh, we, we heard one of your tracks before we started the interview, and we're gonna play one later on. Uh, you said Mike's basement is where you guys all jammed. Yeah, is uh, Mike's basement kind of dirty? It is filthy. <laughs> is it? Is it blue? It's not blue, but we just got some uplights <laughs> that we've been using at rehearsal. <laughs> Set the mood. That sort of thing, you know. Okay, good, good. And uh, like I said, we're here at the cafe, and you guys are playing Peace Fest. Yes. Uh, yeah, we'll be here on Sunday the fourteenth. I think we're playing two to three right before Drunk Dom and the Roaches. Hey, Drunk Dom, haven't seen that guy in years. He's a he's a nomad. Yeah. Nobody knows where he lives. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> he's fun. He's fun. Accordion player, correct? I'm not uh, he's an everything player, everything player. I think he's uh, yeah. He's a Polish vaudevillian. I think, well, when I met him, he had just picked up a new accordion. So. <laughs> Dom. Uh, that guy's great. If you've never seen Drunk Dom and the Roaches, do it. Do it, yeah. Uh, and Frank, uh, what about yourself? I've seen you play guitar since we were like 13, I think. Uh, singing almost the whole time, too. Tell us a little bit about uh, what got you started. You know, uh, the, the story about me getting my guitar is actually pretty funny. Uh, it was my birthday when I turned 11. And my dad was like, what do you want for your birthday? And I was like, a Game Boy. So we went and got a Game Boy from, like, Meyer or something for my birthday. And we were driving past Motor City Guitar, and he was like, you could have got a guitar. And I was like, damn. And I, <laughs> I thought about it for, like, the whole next year. And I went in uh, the next next year on my birthday. What do you want for your birthday? I want a guitar. And we went and got a guitar. And nice. I got a, a green plywood Fender Squire Strat. Of course, Squire, yeah. <laughs> And a little amp, and uh, there was a drive select, a distortion button on the amp, and I'd I hit I, it. And I had the exact same amp, and I was like... Play smoke on the water all day. That's how you know it's good. Yeah, <laughs> it, when it makes noises, like, yeah, well, my guitar had a whammy bar, and the strings never stayed in tune, but... Oh, yeah. I, you know, what got me into music was uh, in sixth grade, my, my parents bought me and my sisters all the Beatles records at one shot, and uh, we just sat around and listened to the Beatles, me and my sisters. You know, I was like... 11 or 10 you know and it stuff blows your mind you're listening to Sgt. Peppers or Strawberry Fields forever whatever you know the Beatles in general yeah it, I mean it really uh, got me into music and, and that led way to me just digging deeper and deeper into like classic rock I guess you'd say and like the, the real heavy hitters uh, Zeppelin and Hendrix and the blues rock kind of stuff yep Deep yeah. Purple and uh that's really what got me got me going, and uh, I love Led Zeppelin so much. I think them and Pink Floyd, grow, just growing up, and that really influenced me as a singer and a guitar player. Really, like I like driving riffs, and and uh, I really like melodic vocals, thunderous drums, that sort of stuff. Yeah, no, I, I gotta agree with you there. I was a big Pink Floyd fan growing up my whole life. Got everything. Uh, 
live stuff, bootleg stuff. I've got a recording of that time, the uh, the wall burned down in California during the <laughs> performance. You know, back when you used to send strangers on the internet your uh, your address so they could send you CDs in the mail. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> what could happen? What could go wrong here? <laughs> Absolutely nothing. It came through customs. It came from England. Who cares? Score. Yeah, right? Just send them your neighbors, and they'll be like, hey, I think I got your mail. <laughs> <laughs> it was addressed to me. Weird. I was like, oh, you know, it's crazy. People, crazy. I tell you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you think about the fact that a lot of your influences come from a time before any of us sitting at this table were born? you think it has to say something about uh, the music they were making at that time? I don't know. I I like I like newer music too. Like, uh, I guess, I, yeah. uh, but you know, it's the funny thing is the new music that I like now is influenced by the same music that influences me. So, I like Tedeschi Trucks Band and uh, Humphreys McGee, and and I like some new bands. I think uh, I like talent, and and I I like to hear good players get together and play, and have fun doing it, and not. Now music is it, it's uh, almost mechanical, uh, formulaic a little bit. Yeah, it's a, it's very derivative, and if you listen to the radio, God bless you. <laughs> it's it's hard. I don't know. Uh, it is kind of hard sometimes listen to radio. I'll agree with you there. So you gotta you gotta dig deep and find what you like. But uh, I don't think the time frame had anything to do with it. I just like that just style of music. Yeah. yeah. And uh, actually, I was on a radio interview last night, and the guy told me that blues records became popular during World War II when the soldiers would trade them for liquor. They would trade all these blues records they brought from America. They would send them over, and they would trade them for liquor from the foreign people. And, you know, that's how it became popular in Europe and England. Interesting. I did not not know that. That uh... That's what got John Lennon and... Pete Townsend and Jeff Beck and all those guys going on the blues back then. Okay. Eric Clapton, you know. Tidbit for everyone listening at home. You just learned something new, probably. It could be bullshit. <laughs> I don't know. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I, I heard it. That's all I said. Uh, speaking of uh, the big influence of blues, obviously, on your music, um, any thoughts about the passing of B.B. King? It's a great loss for the community. He was uh, he's a lovely man, good player, uh, played with his heart, played with his soul, and... Uh, He'll be missed. You know, his influence on on any music, on any pop music, songwriting in general, and his phrasing of his words and his guitar, and just his take on life is very original, and uh, he was a true heavyweight, and yeah, he'll be missed. He was one of my first concerts ever. I never saw him. No? I had the opportunity two or three different times, and I never saw him. Very sorry I didn't get to. It was a good show. I saw him on his 80th birthday tour, you know, uh, 2006. That was... Uh, he sat down most of it, but, you know, he, he's an old man. I read his autobiography, and he was a dirty, dirty old man. He was, very, <laughs> <laughs> he was. I mean, I laughed, but some of the stuff he's, he was talking about was just like, damn, it was a different time. It was a different time. Uh, I read some articles after his passing, you know, and uh, talk about he's a sharecropper. He was born to sharecropping, and he'd go down there. It was one day off a week downtown, sit with his guitar, uh, play. Some guys would drop, you know, some coins or give him a beer or something. That's what we look forward to all week until he got out of it. And that's not something that uh, you really experience today. No. <laughs> <laughs> Which I would say, uh, thankfully, sharecropping is yes. not really a thing anyone wants to do. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I remember uh, being like 15 and I started as like my second or third band with uh, Rob and Chris from Mott. Yeah. And Counterculture. Mm-hmm. And we were, we got the opportunity to play a full night at Boomer's Roadhouse or the bike club off on 59 that's closed now but uh, 
we got the opportunity to play and we got paid for it. And I just, I was like 15 or 16 years old. And I was like, you can get paid to play music. That's the coolest thing <laughs> it's ever. the coolest thing ever. <laughs> People pay me to do that. That's awesome. It is. It is. And, uh, you know, the unfortunate thing is when you start now, it's a little bit hard to get those. Mm-hmm. But yes. it's so very satisfying. You just got to work. The harder you work, the better you'll do. If if you call around and get a hundred no's and one yes, you're getting somewhere. Yeah. So just keep plugging, and you'll find it, and you'll do it. If you want to, if you want to do anything, you'll do it. That's janitor wisdom right there. <laughs> are, are you a janitor? Or did janitor tell I'm you a that? kick-ass janitor. I did not know that. I'm yeah. a full-time janitor. Nice. Temple Israel in West Bloomfield. Okay. Yep. You know, uh, a janitor from our high school, because Frank and I did go to high school together. Uh, he played in a rock band, too. Uh, remember Tom? Yeah. Yeah, Tom used to play in a rock band. I think he still does. I, I haven't seen Tom in years. so I, 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 That guy was cool. He was cool. He played Neil Young in the in the junior show or the talent show or something. Yeah. He played Keep on Rocket in the Free World. I remember that. Tom Tom Whitefield? I don't remember. No idea what his last name was. Let's call him Tom. Janitor Everyone Tom. called him Tom. Hey, he was cool. He was it's a, a cool janitor dude. thing. They don't really have last names. <laughs> you don't need one. If, no. you're, if you're the cool janitor, everybody loves you so much. Ah, he was a cool janitor. I work in a preschool, and little kids give me drawings and stuff. They know oh, me. That's yeah. adorable. Yeah, it is. They're like, what's up, Frank? Have a drawing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that... I haven't been around small children in a long time. I don't know. I don't have, like, any... I don't see my nieces and nephews. I ain't got any kids, thankfully. <laughs> That's just a slice of That's life okay, out of my life. It's okay, out of John, my day. give me a drawing sometime. <laughs> <laughs> make, your bro- make your younger brother give me a drawing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, I'll definitely do that. By younger, I mean he just graduated high school. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like he's a cute little kid. He's just a like ugly 17-year-old. I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyway, back back to the band a little bit, I think. Uh, I have in front of me an album from you, Dirty Basement Blues. Is this uh, only recording? You got more? That's the only recording we have now. Okay. Uh, we recorded that last last year. It came out in July uh, last year. Okay. And uh, it's a 10-song album with one cover and nine original songs. Uh, the no. cover is Walk in My Shadow by Paul Rogers. It's not a bad uh, ratio. No, we uh, right now we just got back the master copy of our live album we recorded at Callahan's Music Hall uh, probably three or four months ago. Okay, yeah. And uh, Peter J, the audio guy there, uh, he recorded it for us and mixed it, and he mastered it for us. And uh, we're just in the process of uh, getting it duplicated and uh, getting it packaged. And Coming out soon? Probably in the next month. We want to get it off the ground before we have... Uh, we got a bunch of major festivals lined up for the summer, so... Excellent. Uh, what what festivals are you guys playing? Uh, we're playing starting off on the 14th at Peace Fest. At Peace Fest, Here yeah. at LA Cafe. Uh, we're playing on the 25th uh, at Stars and Stripes Festival at, uh, what, Freedom Hill. Freedom Hill, Freedom yeah. Hill yeah. Okay. And uh, we're playing, what, five... 5.30 to 6.15 on the Pavilion stage, Thursday night, the 25th at uh, Stars and Stripes Fest. And then uh, the 27th, we're playing in downtown Mont Clemens at the Summer Magic Festival uh, from 5 to 6.30, I think. Okay. So that should be pretty neat. Let me see what else we got going on. A very busy band. A lot of bands were like, oh, yeah, one or, one or two shows coming up at uh, Undisclosed Dates. 
Um, Not Dirty Basement oh. Blues. They're hitting the festival no, yeah. circuit all summer. We're at the, <laughs> <laughs> we're at the Cadu Cafe uh, with some good friends of ours, the Hatchet Men, on June the 20th. And then I should have said uh, the 27th, we're playing Summer Magic Festival at 5. And then uh, at midnight, we'll be at the Old Miami playing with uh, some band about knives. It's an out-of-state band. They, they okay. hit us up to play the show. We didn't I was like, was it Mexican it. Knives? Because they're from around here. No, uh, The Long Knives, I think, is okay. the name of the band. And Come Out Fighting? The one, I think the band's from Pennsylvania. Uh, a friend of ours hooked us up with the show. We're playing in uh, Westland at the Lawn Chair uh, Music Fest, July 24th, and at ABC Harley-Davidson, July 25th, in Waterford. You can come up and, and check us out. Yeah, absolutely should. Uh, you... If you don't go see them sometime this summer, you've wasted like 12 opportunities. They're still coming in. Uh, we're actually in a contest right now through WCSX, the radio station, to open up a concert on Rockin' on the Riverfront. So we're in the second round of voting right now. Uh, I don't think this show will air before the contest is over. Yeah, so or else I'd say now. vote. Vote in the third round after they make it past the second. We might. Do it. <laughs> I, uh, I'm telling you, I'm the host. I'm in charge of you guys. Do the audience it. at home. If we make it to the third round, we have a five out of eight chance to go to play. Five bands are going to be get picked out of the third round. So that's ex- those are excellent odds. Excellent odds. I'm not a statistician or anything like that, but yeah, we can do it. Yeah, I would say so. Jeff, what do you think? <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, having heard your stuff, I think you'd be perfect for a show like that. Yeah. We could open up for Creedence Clearwater Revisited. I've seen CC Re. CC Re. <laughs> <laughs> It's not quite the same. Not is quite, it? It's not quite the same. I've seen John Fogarty. I have not seen John Fogarty. Between us, we've seen CCR. He's incredible. <laughs> yeah. I saw Foghat once, and the only original member was the drummer, and it was awful. There's a lot of old bands that tour like that. I saw Foreigner. For those at home, I'm doing there, air quotes. There were air quotes. There were Big Brother and the Holding quotes. Company. Oh. Yeah. And that, uh, Wait, Janice wasn't there? No, you know, oddly not. I think she was sick or something. Oh, that's <laughs> sad. That's sad. Let's not make fun of Janice, John. No, no. Um, who else? Oh. Too soon. My f- <laughs> Way too soon. <laughs> I, think, I think the worst one, and not that it wasn't an enjoyable show, was uh, I saw the Misfits play live. Jeff's band actually opened for them at Harpo's. Yeah. Uh, September 13, I September think. September 13, sure. I don't know. I was there. Was Danzig there? No, <laughs> no. The only it was Jerry only. Okay, was Ooh. Robo there? Uh, Jerry only was there, <laughs> and I was mostly offended because Jerry only was wearing a shirt with his face on it. He's the only one that matters. <laughs> I'm like Jerry only. You uh, you got a face with your face on it. I think you're a step ahead of the game here. <laughs> Do you see the picture of the guy sitting on the couch with a pug? He's wearing a shirt with the pug on it, and the pug's wearing a shirt with him on it. I have not, but yeah. uh, I can see it perfectly. Yeah, I've seen it. It's incredible. <laughs> pugs, uh, pugs make good internet jokes. Make good companions. Pugs are internet like. Ooh, jokes. actually, interesting, interesting thing about pugs. You know how pugs have all those breathing problems? They got the short snout. Mm. There's a breeder, I think, I want to say over in Europe, not 100 percent sure, who's breeding longer snouted pugs. So they don't have the breathing problems because that's not a good thing for your dog no. to, to be struggling to breathe. Science. Yeah. He's and genetics. So they're, still, they're still pugs. They still look cute. They got the light brown thing and the dark brown face or whatever. Now, is that a GMO? Is that considered a GMO? <laughs> you know, we... Uh, <laughs> Can yeah. you eat the pug? I mean... Will hipsters not eat this pug? Probably not. Interesting. Interesting Interesting question. thought, yeah. yeah. I mean, but we bred pugs to be like that in the first place. We don't breed them for food. Good point. All right. Went too far. So let's uh, breed them back. I don't know. It's it's kind of a... I approve. 
Anyway, uh, so we go to the track, Jeff. Uh, Frank brought us a track today. It's called uh, When I'm Free. We're going to go with that one. You sound us too, I do believe. It's the first song on the album. It's the first song on the album. It's opening. Strong, strong opening, I would Definitely, say. Definitely, yeah. So let's, let's go to that now.
we're back. That was When I'm Free by Dirty Basement Blues, the first track off of their first album. An album you can buy on iTunes or right. Amazon. Nice. It's called uh, Coming Clean, for those of you who want to look it up. We yeah. just uh, we just got our own Pandora station. Really? Uh, you can check us out there or Spotify and stream the entire album, I think. And if you go to our Reverb Nation page, you can download two of the songs off the album for free. Very nice. Cool. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, about your writing process or about uh, the song in general. Not to go into like gritty details for the whole album, but how about uh, when I'm free? When I'm free, uh, we had been a band for a couple months at the point when Joe just came to rehearsal and he was like, "Hey, I have a song." Nice. So, and we yeah. were like, "Okay." Always good. And yeah. he was like, "It sounds like it's about getting out of prison, but it's about dying." So if you if you listen to lyrics. It's about dying. Yeah. So there's that. Um, the recording process for the album and, yeah, just for the whole album entirely. It's pretty much recorded live uh, at Sound Shop Studios. And uh, we very minimal overdubbing. Uh, we recorded the band all at once, and I went uh, a different day and laid down most of the vocals and uh, completed them, you know, like, the next week, I think. It was a really great place to record. Really, uh, really comfortable feeling in the studios. Uh, Josh Ford, the producer, was so like bar none. Awesome. Oh, okay. uh, where is it located? Uh, if you take 59 all the way down to Gratiot, okay, it's uh, right there on the corner, basically. Well, that's that's nice and easy. Is yeah. it okay? <laughs> that's well. It just reminds me of a band we asked. Well, we hit the studio like tomorrow. <laughs> just very direct, quick answer, easy. I loved it. <laughs> uh, you said you, we can find you on iTunes, Spotify, Reverb Nation. Uh, we got the Facebook page, obviously. Yep. Uh, anywhere else we can find you online? You can find us on uh, musicpage.com. We're uh, in the process of building an actual website right now, so we don't have a we don't have a domain yet. No so. dirtybasementblues.com yet. Not yet. We actually own the domain name. We're uh, we're building the site right now. Okay. Trying to get cool. together. So uh, there's that. But yeah, you can find us all over the interwebs. There's a bunch of reviews and stuff of the album online. There's actually. Uh, one of the one of the reviews we found because every once in a while I'll Google the band name, obviously. And uh, there was a, a review in Russian, and uh, so I translated <laughs> it on Google, and the translation was awesome. Uh, he said that we were all classically trained metal musicians, and we switched to blues because we liked it more, <laughs> and. <laughs> And we were very influenced by Deep Purple, which we're, I'm not saying we're not, but we're, I mean, we're not. <laughs> like, I like Deep Purple and all, but I mean, we weren't thinking of Deep Purple when we wrote these songs. But um, he's, <laughs> it, was, it was really awesome. Uh, he made us sound like badasses. So Cool. He's doing I, his job. There's yeah. one Russian guy that likes us. And you said uh, before we hit the recording uh, session that... Uh, you get some airplay in uh, Australia on indie radio stations? Yeah, uh, we get played on the Indie Banks. Uh, Isaac Banks is a real cool DJ over there. And uh, we get played on the IMP Indie Blues Hour. Uh, Wayne Blackwell runs that. And uh, that they both air on Saturday in America. I think it's Sunday there. It's five hours different. I'm not sure. I think... Uh, there's there's one, a time difference. There, yeah, there's definitely a you time difference. You can look it up. You have Google at there's home. There's math, yeah. If you're listening to podcasts, you have Google. There's a, <laughs> <laughs> there's a couple of shows in, uh, in the UK that play us as well, and uh, we've been getting radio play in Washington, in Spokane, and uh, in Pennsylvania, New York. So we're getting around a little bit. New Mexico. Nice. Yep. 
Uh, I know you have all the festivals lined up here this summer. Any thoughts about you guys hitting the road and doing some of those places? I would love to. Uh, there's so much work goes into a tour. Uh, we don't have a manager or promoters or anything like that. And uh, we, we've talked about it. We've kicked the idea around a bunch of times. But it's like when it comes down to it, we all have jobs. And Joe and Pete have kids. And, uh, Fair. and it's just like, I mean, we could do it. But we want to plan it out. And we need to make money while we leave Everything. Everything. Like, <laughs> take some time off work and not make any money. It's not... Uh, yeah, I can't pay to drive around and play music. No. <laughs> I'd love to. If you were independently wealthy, I'm sure that's all you'd do. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. That's, that's the dream, isn't it? Independent wealth and playing music? I, if, if there was any chance that I thought we could go and take off and just make it, I'd go. But that's everybody's story in, in the music industry, so... Yeah. Very true. Chicken. We should just hit the road and go. We should. Uh, I saw a van for sale the other day. Off the van. Off the van. Off the <laughs> van. Fall out of the van and uh, onto the stage. You drove the van into the venue? <laughs> you know, some places, uh, it's, just, it's just that one back door and that's it. <laughs> it's a drive up. It's a drive up, yeah. <laughs> Screw carrying your equipment. <laughs> Are you guys going to any uh, cool festivals over the summer? Uh, I mean, if I have time, I'd like to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to Riot Fest in Chicago with the end of the summer. I, that looked like a really awesome lineup. Oh, yeah. Third year going. It's a good really? time. Oh, yeah. It's great every time. A couple of my buddies went led to the last one. They said uh, they said Danzig was kind of awful. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely bad. Now, uh, they moved parks this year. So they're in Douglas instead of Humboldt. And uh, hopefully this will be the first year it doesn't rain all weekend. Or at least one of the days. <laughs> first year went. Rain last day. Acceptable. Last year, rain the first day. Awful. Destroyed the whole park. Everything was uh, just mud. Mud pit. Mud pit. Mm. I saw a lot of, a lot of abandoned shoes. It's <laughs> <Just> taken <laughs> by the mud. We went to uh, Wani last April. That's in, in uh, Live Oak, Florida. And the, the headlining band with the Allman Brothers and uh, Tedeschi Trucks Band and uh, Government Mule. Bands like that. It was like a jam band festival. Okay. It was awesome. It was uh, early April, so we left here, got in a nice weather down there. It was like 82 degrees and sunny the whole time. Beautiful. Awesome stage, awesome venue. There's a big river you go swimming in. Nice. Good times. Yeah, that's, uh, that's the one thing about the festival in Chicago. There's no camping. Mm. That's okay. I, I'll take a shower at the hotel. I, sh- I showered every day, but <laughs> some people don't. Yeah, but you know, uh, I, was, I was seeing the pictures from Bonnaroo. It's just Bonnaroo is a death trip. <laughs> yeah. You're in a big cornfield, I hear. Yeah, no, I knew I wanted to go to Bonnaroo, and I was just like, yeah, well. Siwani was, everything was covered in trees, so there were like shade. There was shade from the sun if you needed it. I heard Bonnaroo is just like in a wide open cornfield. Wide field. open field, no, uh, no shade. And no, it doesn't sound like And white people either. like me crisp in the sun. <laughs> I feel bad for white people like you in the sun, I do. I'm pale. I'm pale. My skin tone is paste. <laughs> Stop looking at it. It's hard not to. It covers most of you. <laughs> you so, I should have so worn so my bright, burka. So shiny and distracting. <laughs> <laughs> Gleaming, barely seeing here. No, uh, I think uh, I think we'll end on the note of uh, Frank's pasty white skin. Paste. <laughs> Paste. All right, thank you, Frank, uh, from Dirty Basement Blues. And uh, we'll see you at a show. Brock on. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. yeah. We'll see you next Sunday. Uh, we are back. Uh, that was Dirty Basement Blues. Sat down with Frank Grimaldi. Yeah. Their, uh, their singer. Singer and 
Their singer? Just the singer? Oh, I'm not sure, man. I haven't seen them play live yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Frank said he went in a couple days later, laid down the vocal tracks. Um, yeah. We should probably know that. Yeah, they're now working on some stuff. Uh, they did make it to round three of the oh, uh, yeah, yeah. of the contest to win, so go online, check out their Facebook page. They have the links to it. Vote them in. They have a five out of eight chance of getting in. You should help them get in. Yeah, go for to open for Creedence Clearwater. Revival. Revisited. 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 Okay, okay. Yeah. It was, I knew it was re-something. It's always... <laughs> no, no. No John Fogarty. No Revival. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, and we should take this time to also mention that uh, we're taking a break. Yeah. Uh, it's like a mid-season break. Yes. Yeah, so uh, we had ever talked about how long the season would be. <laughs> I don't... I don't. Do we do seasons? Probably not. Sure, we do now. Yeah. <laughs> we take occasional breaks. Uh, yeah, I got... Uh, School. I have yeah. I got my finals next week, and I'm ar- I'm already like eyeball deep in some of the stuff. So I just need to I need to take some some Jeff time. It's pretty tall. Jeff's like what six? Oh three? yeah, that's that's like six three. Yeah, so that's what yes. five feet between five eleven and six feet of of school. Yeah. <laughs> it's crouched to get in, but it works. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we'll be back the the following week. Yes. Not next week. Yes. Yeah, so we'll um uh, a week two weeks from. Today, from, from, from two, week, two weeks from, from, the, from the episode release, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> two weeks from the eleventh. So that's what the twenty fifth. Sure, I don't math. Probably week of the twenty fifth. We'll be back, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be bringing you uh, a continuation of not punk. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I don't, I don't think we have exactly who we're gonna have at that point, but we haven't narrowed down to a couple people, and yeah, at, uh, I think regardless of which way we go for the following episode, I think you guys are gonna like it. Absolutely, little, little bit of a departure. And uh, we'll see you then. Don't forget about us. Please. Or rather, don't you. Forget, forget about, about us. Oh, well. <laughs> Conceded much. <laughs> <laughs>